0: Tompkins. Oh, hey. Oh, there he is. How you doing? Good to see you. Good to have you back in, my friends. How you doing? This is Real Talk. I am Ben Tompkins. We are presented by nobody currently, but goddamn, we've got some very, very exciting news coming up. Not ready to drop it just yet. I'm going to be teasing this out for the next several weeks because things aren't final, but I can tell you that I am in negotiations for a big 2022 and uh, something that's going to put me outside of Louisville, something that's going to be an entirely new level for this show, and something that's going to completely validate everything that I've been talking about in the last year and a half Uh, since we started this whole thing, allow me to reintroduce myself, Drops June 2020, And ever since then, I've been in the trenches, dude. I have been trenched up and I've been living everything that I've been talking about. When your actions align with the words that are coming out of your mouth, that's truly when you get shit done. And I've been sitting here saying a lot of things over the last year and a half. Things that I think are true, things that I certainly hoped to be true, and just having this blind belief in myself But getting enough feedback from certain people Or random people Getting enough feedback from all different types of places To make me believe that there was something here That I'm, I'm not just some delusional dude In his basement talking about Oh, I'm going to make it I've got what it takes Yeah, I believe that stuff But you know, until it actually starts to go somewhere Who knows? Who knows? And I think so many people, they have that belief in their self or that confidence and then over time it erodes, it gets shaken out or they don't have the, the persistence to sit there in the trenches until it does pay off and people give up. And what, what's, what's always haunting to me is this thought of, <laughs> it's like you're in a maze And you can't see when the maze is going to end. So you give up and they come and they airlift you out of the maze. But if you could see the bird's eye view and if you could have seen the bigger picture, you would have seen that you gave up and the exit was right around the corner. And to have given up that close when you've come this far already, that is something that is haunting to me. I never want to be in that position. And I'm very, very fortunate to have worked my fucking ass off over the last year and a half and been about this life. And for people that have common sense to be like, you know what, this kid would make an fucking all-star on our team. This kid's got it. This kid's got what we want. And guess what, my friends? I'm like Willie Beeman. I'm nervous, but I'm gonna kill it because they about to let the realest team in. And yeah, I might throw up in the huddle a little bit, but guess what, bitch, I'm Willie Beeman. We're gonna throw touchdown passes and tortoise frame glasses all over the fucking map. Like 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 all over the map. Dishing assists and in a position where I can continue to work on my thing. And you know, I feel like I've reached a ceiling here in Louisville. And um, if I'm gonna continue to grow and strive for the levels that I know that I am capable of and I, I belong at then it's gonna have to happen outside of here. And I've made no qualms about that since I initially left in 2015 and then came back. But when I came back, it wasn't to settle down here. It wasn't to plant roots and to stay here long term. Everything that I've done from mid-2018 until now has been how can I get back out? What's gonna be an opportunity for me that feels right? I'm not just going to take any job just to move away, but I need to find the path that's right for me, the path that's going to lead me ultimately closer where I'm trying to go. And everything that I've done in the last few years has been on that journey. It's been a step-by-step handbook of Guys, if you listen to me and you do some of this stuff in your life, then maybe ultimately you'll find where you're trying to go, or you'll find that you're happier doing something that maybe scares you at first, but guess what? It was the best decision that you ever could have made with your life. Don't waste your time doing something that makes you unhappy. Go out and find something, even if you don't know what it is yet. Just start trying shit. That's what I've been doing. I mean, I've, I've I'm teaching a case study over here. If you listen to any of these, and if you've been along on this ride, then you know, you know, you know. I I don't just come on here and talk about stuff just to talk about stuff. It's fucking real. It's real talk. That's who I am, and that's what I do. Okay, and so to be at this point where I'm finally figuring out what that path is going to be for me, and I had asked you guys. A couple weeks ago, please be patient with me While I figure out 2022 I'm hoping to have a big 2022 I'm getting stuff set up I'm going to have to take a step back from the Uber stories The content's going to be a little bit different I'm going to have a lot more interviews And certainly over the next several weeks It's going to be a lot of shorter little episodes Um, During the week I'll have interviews on Wednesdays And then I'll have little shorter mini-episodes Recapping some of the things that my girlfriend Maddie and I are about to be doing on this national park trip Which I'll get to here in a minute But I ask you guys, be patient with me This next month and certainly the last part of 2021 is going to be a little bit different I'm trying to get some shit figured out And I still don't have it all figured out But I've got a really, really good game plan now And I'm extremely excited about it I will tell you more about it after December 1st Okay? And uh, until then, uh, it's just going to be something that um, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm dying to share it with you, but I, I, I can't just yet, okay? But all I know is that this path, it is going to lead to where I think the future of this show is, which is interviews and the open mic sessions, the table talk sessions, what I did up at Ohio State. That's going to be what we do a lot more of. I never, you know, look, the Uber Stories thing, I love Uber Stories, but connecting with people via Uber Stories, the percentage of people that actually end up making it onto the show or that would want to make it onto the show, it's, 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 it's small, okay? It's small, but sitting down on a college campus where I've got people who are, coming up and wanting to be on the show and wanting to get engaged with it and just the pop the sheer pop that I had in followers and that little pocket of an audience that I grew just in that weekend alone in Columbus it was it was like pretty significant and so that made me go this is what I need to do more of how can I become less dependent on just the uber stories and do more table talks have more video content, building up my YouTube channel and the TikTok account and my Instagram page, how can I also do more interviews, those are the two things that I'm going to really hone in on, and I think that's where the future of this show is going to go, I will, I've, I've become less dependent on the Uber stories, certainly as I'm about to go on a month-long sabbatical basically, and it's cool, man. It's cool. I'm at peace with it. Um, if anybody wants to take the Uber Stories concept and you think you're half as engaging or entertaining as me, then go do it. You know, That's not copyrighted. Go do it. Just throw me some credit at some point when you go and launch it and it becomes super popular. Or maybe it never does. I don't know. Um, I think the deeper that I would have gone in that route, it would have continued to take me through hurdles that I'd have to face with Uber or different just bullshit and I've found a route that I don't have to fucking deal with any of that and I don't have to deal with corporate bullshit or people snipping my vocal cords where I can't say things or I can't talk about certain things or I can't go on this show and like wow miss me with all of that bullshit I looked around a year and a half ago and there was not a route for me here in Louisville and I have been in the basement and in the streets and in the trenches ever since then figuring out what is my path forward. How do I continue to move forward? And up until now, anytime anybody would reach out, any recruiter or anybody that works In whatever small business, and they need a salesperson, I get hit up all the time. People always want me to sell their shit. Of course they do. Of course they do. Okay? Because I'm that guy. I can fucking sell anything. And lately, I've been so caught up in selling myself and what I'm doing. Any opportunity to make money, more money than I make driving for Uber, maybe even get off Medicaid, maybe even be able to have discretionary income that doesn't feel like I've had to save up several months in advance to do a trip like I'm about to do, right? All of that stuff is true. But any time anybody ever reached out, all of that felt like a total distraction and an abandonment from who I am and what I'm doing, and why I even moved back from California in the first place, why I even left that shitty-ass radio station in the first place and decided to build my own studio in my basement. And Uber has been an incredible, (laughs) literal and figurative vehicle of transportation. It helped bridge the gap from, I don't know what I'm gonna do at the beginning of this pandemic to where am I going in the future and how can I do it in broadcasting and how can I do what I'm best at, which is just connecting with people and getting people to open up and share their stories. And I don't have light conversations. I I, I, I don't want to stand around and talk to you about the weather or any kind of trivial bullshit. I want to get deep. Those are the only conversations that I want to have. Let's get deep. Let's talk trauma. Let's talk challenge. Let's talk struggle. Let's talk about stuff that makes it so difficult to not want to get emotional <laughs> that I got to say, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm about to get emotional real quick talking about this kind of stuff. You know what I mean? That's the stuff that lights my world on fire and that's the stuff that when I am hearing it on a podcast or on YouTube or on a sit-down interview on 60 Minutes and somebody's getting emotional talking about something because it's that deep, it hits that deep and it's that real, that's powerful, I want to do that kind of storytelling. So let me figure out a way to do that. That's what I said in June 2020. And everything that I've done from then until now (laughs) has been a way to figure that out. And they talk about the 10,000 hour rule. What do you think Uber has been for me? It's a constant 15 to 20 minutes at a time sharpening of my interviewing skills and my ability to connect with people no matter what they look like, where they come from, where I pick them up in the city. I mean, it's a universal vibe. That's why I say things like, your vibe attracts your tribe. And that's why I believe them. That's why I believe them. Because I can feel somebody's energy as soon as they get in the car. You know? That's real. And I'm, yeah. Yeah. Taking a little bit of a victory lap right now Because I certainly do feel pretty fucking vindicated After I've had as many people tell me Don't do this Or you should stick with this Or that's stupid You suck Or just fucking straight up ghost me How stupid all you motherfuckers are about to look I can't wait. I can't wait. And I'm not crazy. That's I think the thing that makes me happiest is that I'm not crazy. You know, I'm not just sitting here saying this stuff and just believing my own bullshit. There's something here, and not everybody might see it. Not everybody might want to believe it. Not everybody's gonna wanna watch me elevate and start to glow. People are gonna try and dim my light. They crawl out of the woodworks to do that shit, and it's a bummer. And not everybody can relate to that. Not everybody that I talk to is able to empathize and truly understand what it's like to have people root against you, to actively root against you. And maybe you do. But you probably don't have it on the scale that I do or that other public figures or public-facing people do if you're trying to create content, be a face, be the guy out there or the girl out there doing it in front of the camera, in front of the microphone. Not everybody that lives their life off camera and behind behind the scenes, they can't relate to that. And I don't talk about it a lot because it's not very relatable, but it is part of my journey and it's an authentic part of who I am and what makes these moments so sweet. Because when I get to these points and to think about all the people that actively root against me and hate me for no reason, because I represent something to them that makes them uncomfortable and they refuse to look inward, so they project all of those fears and and, anxieties and their bullshit onto me as some fucking depository that I can just carry around all that hate. Fine, whatever, you know, you can put the blame on me. Like Akon said, I was listening to that back in fifth and sixth grade and I'll never forget that. Put the blame on me. That's fine. That's fine. But all that is really is a bunch of miserable people that refuse to look inward. And so they would rather just try and shoot me down. That's their move, you know? And it, it, it you just, you feel it, you feel it, you feel it. I know that there are people that don't want to see me do well and that actively root against me. And again, if you can't relate to that feeling, then I don't want to hear your opinion about it. Or, oh, you shouldn't feel this way and don't, don't know, don't invalidate what I'm feeling. Very real feelings. If you can't relate to that, then you can have an opinion, but I don't have to care about it. Okay. So that's just I'm starting to get kind of a little bit <laughs> worked up here, but it's real. That's that's real. And that's that's why it, it just it feels so good when things do happen and these rewards come because I win and those people lose. And they can't fucking stand it. You can't fucking stand it. <laughs> That's the shit that gives me juice God, man I am just absolutely thrilled I'm absolutely thrilled And um, for everybody that's been along for this ride Hashtag an T, And you've been riding with the kid Thank you From the bottom of my heart Thank you I love you guys And to everybody that hasn't been there But is joining the team now Buckle up, baby It's gonna be a hell of a ride And we're going to go some pretty dope places, and I hope that we can share and celebrate in each other's successes along the way, and hopefully elevate each other and push each other to be better, and do better, and want more. More life. More life, man. And to everybody that can't stand it, that has already unfollowed and distanced themselves, and, you know, (laughs) there's going to be so much more to hate, I promise. Including the next few weeks. So, I mentioned a couple weeks ago that we were going to be going on this trip, but the itinerary wasn't set at that point. But now it is, over the next month, in the absence of the regular Uber stories and where things are headed, and wrapping a ribbon on the end of 2021, which has been, (laughs) by all accounts, And measures a massive fucking dub every step of the way. Not every step of the way, actually. I'm not gonna, you know, look, there's been a a lot of L's that I've taken this year, but my ability to bounce back has been unrivaled and unmatched because of the confidence in where this was all going. And things like Columbus was a massive fucking dub. Things like Chicago, when I got there and couldn't do any rides and had to come right back. Yeah, you could chalk that up as a loss, but I learned something. And even going back as far as Atlanta, yeah, I got down there and figured out what Uber driving regions were, but I also met 40, and that was a massive fucking dub, and felt like a massive fucking dub, so that when I was headed to Nashville, that was a massive fucking dub. All of these things have been accumulating, and it's about to pay off in a big way. But, but, over the next several weeks, I have earned this. I'm in a position now where I don't have to ask anybody, can I take this time off? I'm living life in a way that aligns with who I am and is authentic to me. And I love the national parks and I love my girlfriend, Maddie Miyahara. And she's been at the Grand Canyon ever since March, working out there as their guest activities coordinator, and then she took a big promotion and became the guest activities supervisor. So she has been fucking also racking up massive dubs along the way. Hasn't been easy, but I'm very proud of her. And now we're about to reconnect in a major way because in a couple days, on Friday of this week, I'm going to be flying out, and we're going to spend three weeks on the road going to a lot of different national parks. I'll tell you everywhere that we're going. But the show is going to look a little bit different And I brought this up I introduced this a couple weeks ago and, and asked you guys and girls to be patient with me And um, I'm just I'm, I'm, I'm glad that I'm in a position Where I can do this stuff You know I can take a month And go and do something spontaneous like this There was a lot of planning that went into it But I'm in that position I don't have kids I never want kids to be, uh, to be honest with you, like I say that and you guys think I'm kidding, I'm not having kids ever, so mom, we've had that conversation, uh, anybody else that's curious, I'm never having kids, okay, uh, it's because I want to be able to live my life in a way that is like selfish, totally fucking selfish, yeah, that's it, I want to do what I want to do, when I want to do it, who I want to do it with, where I want to do it, and I don't and I have to worry about anybody else and uh Kids cost a lot of money, and as my girlfriend Maddie, who is also, by the way, on the same page as me, we're going to have a lot of dogs, but um, she reminds me all the time, having kids is actually one of the worst things, if not the worst thing that you can do for the Earth, because kids are pollutants. They are literally a resource that takes up all the other resources. Kids are the worst thing that you can do for the planet. So, you know, I am a green guy. Earth Day is one of my favorite holidays, And so, I'm not going to have... Now, to my people that have kids, great, awesome. I love your kids, you know? But I love handing them back to you. And I love getting to drive away and not having any of those responsibilities. That's my life, you know? That's the game I'm playing. So, I'm not going to do kids. And being almost about 30... And thinking about how I'm about to start spending my 30s is really, really exciting. And if I had kids, I probably wouldn't be able to do half the shit that I'm about to. But you know what? Luckily for me, I don't. And so the next three weeks, Maddie and I are going to take traveling around California and the different national parks. And I'll have episodes that come out on Wednesdays that are interviews, which I have ready to drop and I cannot wait. I've got Jim Phipps, Shane Fowler, Tim Schladen, Jordan Toma, and Tim O'Neill, who are going to be coming up over the next five weeks. Every Wednesday, I'm going to have one of these episodes that drop, and then as Maddie and I are on the road traveling, going to do different things, I will be dropping little mini episodes and bringing my stuff with me and doing little recaps, little mini episodes along our trip. So, it'll be great, but every single Wednesday, you can guarantee there's going to be a new episode and a new interview, and the guests that I got coming up are awesome, dude. They're really, really engaged and entertaining conversations. We get deep, and that's the only types of conversations that I'm interested in having on this show or in my personal life outside of the show. It's No, I don't want to talk about this. Like, let's talk about this. And if somebody who doesn't want to talk about that, then okay, fine. I'm moving on. Nice to meet you. See ya. Luckily, (laughs) all the guys that I got coming up are really good, are really good. And if you missed last week's episode, Morgan McCombs, go check out Morgan. Go check out any of the other interviews that we've been doing. They're really good. (laughs) I got to say, they're really good. Um, I've been talking to people a lot about tribalism lately. This has come up several times this week, not only with these people that I've been sitting down to do interviews with, but also in some of my riders, because I still am driving. I still am making money. I'm just not making the show about a lot of those stories anymore and changing the format up and kind of reshifting a little bit here. But I've been speaking with a lot of people about tribalism lately. And Tim Schladen and I go deep on tribalism. Shane Fowler and I talk about tribalism a little bit. I think Jim and I even get into tribalism a little bit as well. It's just like there's something there. I feel like I've been talking and having a lot of conversations about that lately. But it's really good stuff. And I'm really excited for the guests that we got coming up. Let's run through this itinerary because I'm sure you're curious as to where we're going to be going. Friday. I'm going to be flying out to the Grand Canyon, and we'll spend Friday and Saturday there. We're going to go to a Halloween party with Maddie and some of the people that she worked with this season, and then once that wraps up, we will leave, we'll pack up Maddie's Subaru, and we're going to be headed to Joshua Tree National Park as our very first stop once we leave the Grand Canyon. So actually, Sunday, Halloween day, the 31st of October, we'll be at Joshua Tree National Park. And most of the places that we're going to, we're going to be camping with a few exceptions. There are a few exceptions of places that we're going to be staying in hotels, but unless otherwise noted, we are camping and we've already got our camping slips and we're going to be staying at all of the national parks in a tent. Maddie just got a new tent for us and I'm really excited. I, I love camping and it's going to be a little bit chilly at some of these places. So I've never camped in the cold. But I'm along for the ride, man. I'm along for the ride. This is stuff that I'm interested in and love doing, and she knows more about. So I'm able to ride shotgun, and I'm just along for the ride, and I grab firewood, and Kill bears with my bare hands, whatever we need, you know, whatever we need. Like, I got it, right? So, I'm just kidding. I would not hurt any animals unless, unless I felt threatened, you know, and in which case, then we're going toe to toe with a bear. I don't give a fuck, you know. It's just, no, I'm just, I'm kind of kidding. I'm kind of kidding. I'm going to get in trouble for saying that from her. She'll be like, no, you would not hurt a bit. I'm like, Maddie, what if it cornered us and I was trying to defend our lives? She's like, Ben, no, she always goes, Ben (laughs) whenever I get in trouble she goes Ben (laughs) that's just like a is that really a good idea that's like a little cue for me to just chill out which I hear a lot of those so that's why I perfected it so much but um okay (laughs) after we leave Joshua Tree we're gonna go down to Palm Springs and we're gonna spend a couple days there we will be in a hotel in Palm Springs I've never been to Palm Springs so I'm excited to get to check it out And then from Palm Springs, on Wednesday the 3rd, we're driving into Los Angeles. I'm going to meet up with my buddy Justin Stein and we're going to go to Tame Impala at the Hollywood Bowl. I've never personally been to a Tame Impala show. I hear that the visuals and the lights are sick. Tame is I like Tame when Maddie plays it. She's sent me some songs and I'm on board with it. I'm just going to go and have a good time. But Tame Impala is always on lineups For music festivals that I attend And I always end up It's always Tame Impala Versus somebody else And I usually end up going to the somebody else So um, It's funny too When I look at lineup cards Maddie and I, we like a lot of the same music. We like Kygo and Cardi B and like anybody like that. Yeah, we would both enjoy seeing a Bruno Mars if they were on a lineup or something, Frank Ocean, but. I feel like a lot of times I like a lot of the rappers, and she likes more of the Tame Impala and all the things that I end up looking at on a lineup where I go, oh, I probably wouldn't go to that show. Of course, I'm dating a girl who all of those shows are ones that she ends up saying, ooh, 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 and points out. and we. It's funny to sit there and go through a lineup together because we, we point out opposite people and different people and so that's the beauty of compromise of relationships right now I actually have a reason to go to a Tame Impala show so I'm pretty excited to get to do that I'm excited to get to see my buddy Justin and I think we're going to have an awesome time after we leave Los Angeles we're going to head to Death Valley National Park and we're also going to stop into Kings Canyon National Park and then Friday and Saturday the 5th and 6th we're going to head up to Yosemite and spend two days up in Yosemite, camping at Yosemite. I've been to Yosemite before. I think Yosemite is probably my favorite national park that I've ever been to, and I'm extremely excited to get to go again and see Half Dome and El Capitan and get to camp there, experience it in a way that I never have before. We're going to do a lot of hiking, and I'm I'm just like, this is going to be such a fucking sick trip, dude. So... Once we get into Yosemite, then we'll head up to go to Lake Tahoe, which I love Lake Tahoe, love spending time in Lake Tahoe. It is so beautiful. I cannot wait to get there. And then we're actually going to leave from Tahoe and go up into Oregon. So because it's we're going later in the year, unfortunately, there's going to be snow on the ground in some of these places, and the further north that we go up into Oregon, it's There's going to be snow on the ground, so I don't even think that many of the roads to like Crater Lake National Park are going to be open, which is a bummer because I really wanted to go to Crater Lake. And really, when we started to sit down and talk about where we were going to go before we had like a set itinerary, we were just kind of throwing some places out there that we would want to go to and places that we would want to see. I threw out Eugene. I really, really... Want to go to Eugene, Oregon? I've never been there, and I'm a big Ducks fan. And I, if it worked out, we were gonna try and go to a a football game there, but you know, it didn't. And it's it's cool. I'll go back to Eugene for another night game at Autzen Stadium. That's like at the top of my bucket list. I gotta do that. I'm gonna do that at some point. But we are still gonna go up into Oregon to Ashland, Oregon. And on our way up into Oregon, we're going to stop at Lassen Valley National Park. So check that one off. And then once we get up to Oregon, we'll turn around and start coming down the coast. And once we start coming down the coast, we're going to hit Redwood National Park on Tuesday the 9th. And then we'll get into the Bay Area from Redwood on Wednesday the 10th. And we're going to spend one, two, three, about four days in the Bay Area doing Bay Area stuff. This is the first time that I've been back to the Bay since I left in 2018. This is a homecoming. And I am so excited to get back and see my people, dude, my family, my Bay family. And because we're going to be doing so much stuff like Wednesday, we're going to be headed to, well, so when we're coming down and traveling down, We'll stop at Bodega Bay and Point Reyes, which are both north of San Francisco, and then we'll get into San Francisco and spend a few hours in San Francisco proper. I'm going to show her my very first house that I stayed in when uh, I rented the room off of Craigslist in Belmont, and I'm going to show Maddie that, and then she actually has a couple of uh, She has an aunt and an uncle who live in Belmont, the DeBenedettis, and she tells me all the time she cannot wait to introduce me to her uncle De Benedetti, and I am, uh, I'm really looking forward to meeting them, and we get to get to stay with them that night, and then we're going to head down to Santa Clara the next day and stay in a hotel down in Santa Clara, but we'll head back up north of the city on Thursday to hit Muir Woods, Sausalito, we're going to go up to Napa. And we're going to visit the Charles Schultz Museum in Santa Rosa, which is like all Peanuts stuff. I'm, that may be the thing that I'm most looking forward to out of everything on the trip is just to get, get a bunch of pictures with Snoopy and the Peanuts. And I'm I, I, I don't know why I never went to that when I was living in the Bay Area. But for some reason, I never did. I don't even know if it existed, to be honest, which is terrible. But I, I never made it up there. But this time, we're going to go, and then we'll come back down, and we'll spend some time in Oakland, go to Telegraph Hill, uh, hang out in Berkeley for a little bit. It'll be a good time. Friday is going to be our day to go down south, so we'll go down to San Jose. I'll show her where I used to stay in San Jose and walk around that area a little bit. Shout out to Ryland Park. And then we're going to go down to Santa Cruz. We'll go to the Boardwalk. We'll continue down to Monterey, and I think we're going to hit the Monterey Aquarium. We'll go to Carmel and Pebble Beach. And then on Friday night, I created an Evite link, and I sent this around to everybody that I'm trying to see when I go back to the Bay Area, which is a lot of people, which is like probably about 20 people when you consider in girlfriends, boyfriends, husbands, wives, people have kids. And I thought... We're going to be trying to fit so much into these several days That if I tried to meet up with all these different people For a coffee or a drink or a meal There's just too many people So you know me I love bringing people together I love being that glue guy And facilitating good events and good times And since I've left I've always had this dream Of being in a place with all of my people from the Bay Area And just being back And feeling like Home. The Bay Area is home to me. It feels like home. And I created this Evite link and I sent it around to my people out there. And I'm hosting a get together and a reunion, a family reunion, if you will, in Dolores Park up in San Francisco. And said, Come after work, bring your kids, bring whoever you want. We're going to have some games. Uh, We'll pick up a charcuterie board And we'll have some snacks Bring a bottle of wine Bring some beer Bring some alcohol Whatever you want But Friday night on the 12th I'm getting a group together And we're going to go hang out in Dolores Park And I'm going to get to introduce Some of these groups of people That don't know each other But live there in the Bay Area And I'm going to be able to Make those connections Which is really what I love to do I love to do that And be like a a friend matchmaker and just a connector of people. I love doing that. I love that. So I'm really excited, and um, I'm 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 just yeah. I'm uh, that might be also one of the things that I'm most excited about is just to get to see all my people again and to get them introduced to other really good people and just vibe out in the park with my people. That is what I'm about, dude. So that's going to be Friday night. Saturday we'll get up and we'll continue on our road trip down Highway One. And we're going to stop into Big Sur. There's a place called Nepente, which gives you views of the ocean, and you're up on this balcony, and it's just like an amazing, amazing place to stop. So that's in Big Sur. We'll stop at Bigsby Creek Bridge, and then we're going to end up stopping in San Luis Obispo for the night. People call it slow, but we'll stay in slow. We're going to camp in slow. The next day, on Sunday the 14th, we'll get up and go to Santa Barbara, And then on Monday, we're going to hit Channel Island National Park and stay in Malibu that night. But Channel Island is actually one where you have to take a ferry out. So not a lot of people end up crossing it off. It's a little bit, if you're into the national parks thing, after all the national parks that we will have hit, this one is a little bit off the beaten path. So both Maddie and I are super excited to be able to check this one off. We already got our ferry tickets. We're going to do that and then we'll come back on the ferry to mainland and then end up staying in Malibu that night. We're going to camp, I think, on the beach. I'm I'm not really sure where we're camping that night, but it's going to be one of the last things we do because on Tuesday the 16th, we'll head down from Malibu to San Diego and we'll stay in San Diego that night. I'm going to try and connect with uh, my buddy Brian Winner, who's been living his best life out in San Diego for a little bit, a couple years now. And then from San Diego, we will head back to the Grand Canyon on the 17th. We'll grab the rest of Maddie's stuff. And then it's road tripping it back home. So Thursday the 18th, our stopping point is Albuquerque, New Mexico. The 19th on Friday, Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, which they have a Torchies in Oklahoma City, because we've made the we've made the trip from the Grand Canyon back home before. I know we'll end up going to Torchies in uh, Oklahoma City. On Saturday, our stopping point is St. Louis, Missouri, and then we are leaving just a little bitty trip, the last final part of this three-week epic journey on Sunday to go from St. Louis to Louisville, and then we'll be home. And Thanksgiving week will be just a couple days later, and uh, I'm actually going to hop on a flight to Chicago. I have to get a new passport. My passport expired in 2020, and because it was COVID, and I just wasn't like using my passport for anything. Uh, the passport that I initially got in 2010 is too old now. They expire every 10 years. I didn't realize that until my parents booked a trip for us to travel down on Thanksgiving to go to Cabo. Okay, So I didn't realize that my passport expired so I got to set up like this basically emergency expedition meeting. I'm going to hop on a flight up to Chicago either on Monday, Tuesday or Wednesday the 22nd, 23rd or 24th. Not really sure but one of those days right there before Thanksgiving. Hop on a flight up to Chicago, go and have that appointment at their field bureau office or whatever. For some reason, it's in Chicago. I don't feel like driving that after being in the car for the last three weeks at this point. So I'm gonna fly up there and then fly back in the same day, get that done. And then just a couple of days later, I'm gonna be hopping on a flight and I'm going to be leaving to go down to Cabo with my family where I will be until December 3rd. So I will be gone the entire month of November I cannot wait to go on this trip. And over the course of November, every single Wednesday, there will be no skips in content. I will have an interview ready to go, ready to drop, and in between all of the Wednesday episodes, I'll have mini recaps, 15, 20 minutes at a time, might even get Maddie on the microphones we're talking about, if she would want to share in that, and totally up to her, but I know that I'm going to bring my equipment and a couple of microphones in case she wants to do that. And we're going to break down. I'm going to break down, maybe we in some of these places, but I'm going to recap a lot of the little moments and a lot of the things that we're doing. So we're going to have an epic, epic couple of weeks here. And then come December 1st and beyond, there's something happening that I'm just not at a point where I can break it or share it yet. But as I said weeks ago, I'm setting stuff up for 2022. And goddamn, I can't wait to show you what we got coming up, baby. It's exciting. It's really exciting. And whew, it's been a ride to get here. Um Lately I've been driving around just starting to reminisce and getting nostalgic. And uh I'm I'm thankful because I was at the end of my wits I was just I'm, I'm over it I'm over it I'm over it I'm losing my fucking minds. A lot of the nights That I get back And I'm just like Man I don't know how much longer I can take this And you know what These trenches have been good Maybe one day I'll have to return to them But uh, I'm uh, I'm moving on I'm moving on And It's funny that This is all happening And the timing of all of this is what it is. It couldn't be better timing, and which is how I know that this is the right move and that these things are supposed to happen, that all of this was meant to unfold like this, the good and the bad parts. But to think about the fact that I'm talking about this trip that's going to take me back to the Bay Area and take me back to California and thinking about what I've done since I left And thinking about being at a place where I'm about to relaunch back outside of Louisville and back into the world, I am just like thankful, I'm grateful, I'm humble, I'm sad, I'm heartbroken for some of the people that have fallen off along this journey, and um, I'm thankful for it all, and I'm thankful for everybody that has played a part in it, you know? I couldn't have done this alone. A lot of it has been me. Don't get it twisted. It has been me getting myself up, keeping my same routine, driving during the day, lining up guests, figuring out these new Uber cities to get to, hiring the intern, building the studio down here, and every single day trying to figure out where is my mind going to be at? Am I about to hit one of these big, Bipolar swings where I'm manic And I gotta really be on top of my shit And not fuck myself up Or am I depressed And can I even muster enough strength To get up today and give a shit And give a shit about Even the most basic of tasks Like brushing my teeth and taking a shower Sometimes it's that bad, you know But I've been on this journey Of self-discovery And figuring out what works for me Working my shit out with a therapist Trying different medications Still not on on. Um, haven't figured out All of that stuff yet But it's a work in progress That's the whole point I'm a work in progress I'm far from finished I'm far from over I'm far from perfect Fuck I'm far from perfect <sighs> But every single day I've been getting up And busting my ass and 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 that looks different And that has looked different Some days it is just Hey make it through today other days it's holy shit How do we get all of that done today You are a fucking madman It's like yeah But the one thing that I've been Maybe mm, For the first time since like A stretch between I'd say 2013 And 2016 Consistent Really consistent in my output And the level at which I'm operating It's been some high level shit and I've been the great the great thing is, like I've been down here doing it and it's funny. Um, I guarantee, so to the people that have been listening since day one, thank you. That's been amazing. I'm I'm um you know, you know, you and so like I'm doing a lot of this stuff because I feel like you deserve a reward to share in this because you've played a part in it. You've been there, you've been listening at week in and week out, you've been sharing the episodes, you left me rating in a review, like all that stuff. And you've been along for the ride. So congratulations, Like we've done this and you've been there. You've been a witness. But it's also been extremely lonely. I've had to be at peace with letting people walk and letting friendships that I once had and people that I thought was close close with uh, just kind of vanish from my life. And because I've gone through a lot of that stuff with family already, I'm used to it. It's nothing new to me, and I've had my heart broken so many times over watching some of your favorite people in your life just totally turn on you that it creates a a callous to it. I'm calloused to it, and certainly throughout the quarantine and the pandemic, I had to do that same thing and continue to be calloused because I had certain friends who I thought were my best friends that we don't even talk anymore. And it's just part of life, you know? And sometimes people come into your life for reasons or seasons or change. Sometimes you meet somebody and you know that they're a lifetime friend. And other times you meet people that you think are lifetime friends, but they're really there to serve a purpose throughout a very specific point in your life. Maybe it's to teach you a lesson. And it ends up being for the best. And I wouldn't change anything to this point. I wouldn't. I really wouldn't. But. It does break my heart to know that there are people that I at one point wanted to be nothing more than close with still. And a part of me still wants that. But it's like, you know, you guys missed out. You missed out, man. You passed on me and you missed out. And now you don't get to celebrate like all of the rest of us do, you know. You missed this entire stretch of my life. Where have you been? Where your ass was at, dog? You Nowhere to be found. And that's life, that's life But um, I'm, I'm thankful because all of that I just had to put blinders up And I had to bury it And I had to not think about it Because it would get me way too depressed To sit here and go through all of it But I really had to just focus And I put all of that energy into the show I put everything that I had into, oh I'm feeling lonely. Let me go out and take a couple rides and connect with some people because maybe some other people are feeling lonely. Maybe we can be lonely together. Oh, I'm feeling happy, good. I want to share that with some of my riders. I want to share this with other people, and strangers are my best friends. I mean i I certainly have best friends, but I love deep, intimate conversations with total strangers. A lot of the people that have been riding with me in the car have been my sense of direction. They've helped me. And I like to think that I've helped them too. I know that I have. And um, it just, to get to this point, it, it feels like all of that has been worth it. You know, letting those relationships slide, letting those people slide not responding when I could have And when I could have just absolutely lashed out Or engaged with people that really aren't worth the time And the effort and the energy Or maybe even the lawsuit if we take it to that extent But I've walked away from a lot of different bullshit And bullshit people And I'm proud of myself That's how I know that this has been about growth Even though growth is possible here for me like I've I've had to do all that stuff on my own and being at peace with all of it, it makes it that much sweeter that it wasn't for nothing. That all of that feels as if it's been worth it. And that everything that I've sacrificed in the last year and a half, and really in the last three years, since being back in Louisville, it's about to pay off. And I'm, I'm just deeply, deeply grateful for that. Thank fucking God. Thank God. All right, right, man. That's all I got. I'm going to get out of here. I am uh, headed on a jet plane out to see my baby, and we're going to have some really awesome episodes and interviews coming up for you in the next month, next five weeks, and then uh, hopefully once I get back into December, it's time to break some big news And it's time to celebrate, maybe do a Christmas special, maybe do a New Year's special. And then who knows where we'll be in 2022. I do, you don't, but it's going to be cool. And I can't wait to get to that point and share it with you. That's all I got. (laughs) I am Ben Tompkins. That's Real Talk.